Hello everyone and welcome to Anime Nation Episode 7. Today we are talking about the late night TV block near and dear to all our childhoods and hearts, Toonami. If you're watching this on YouTube, give us a like and subscribe to help us and support us with more great content such as the Marvel Mondays Initiative, the Penultimate Conquest Podcast, and my show, the one you're watching right now, Anime Nation. Also, if you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime which gives you one free Twitch subscription each month. Give us that sub, maybe. If you missed out on any of this week's content, check our website, thepenultimateconquest.com, check our VODs, and even see the schedule for the rest of the month, which has finally been updated. For those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Ryan, the host of Anime Nation, the anime guru of this group, and today I got some lovely guests, some of my favorite people to talk anime with, First off, like always, we got coming out of jujitsu tech, Fee from Point and Progress. How you doing, Fee? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? I've been doing good. Been too long since we podcast together. Excited for this one. Read. Secondly, but not least, we got my boy, straight out of the hidden leaf, as always, Christian of Large Popcorn. How you doing, Christian? Bang. Can you believe that I like anime? Because I don't. God, I, I would never have figured that out. For real. Not even and, with my my Naruto shirt. Yeah, God, I didn't even notice that. Who's on it? Naruto. <laughs> is it Naruto? Oh, I can't see. I, saw, I just saw blue, so I was like, is that a Sasuke shirt? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright. We're just going to do a little bit of housekeeping here. Such as, go check out this week's Marvel Monday episode. You guys reviewed incredible hulk right oh yeah and it, it, it got wild we started talking about other movies like halfway through it was insane. well i mean at some that movie can't make a full hour that 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 is a 10 minute review no we tried <laughs> we have tessa playing through resident evil which she did yesterday so definitely go check the vod of that up on youtube Ruben may be playing some mass effector near this week and of course we had anime nation today and also check out the VOD for yesterday for Cross Media, where we talked all things the Warner Brothers merger, which is just a fucking wild thing to even think about. And with that, let's get into the big topic of this show, Toonami, a block near and dear to my heart. So I'm going to start this off with our history of Toonami. There's everyone here. Fee, what is your history with Toonami? Um, other than watching things like Inuyasha at 2 a.m. in the morning. Um, yeah. <laughs> because I remember I used to babysit when I was, like, I think I was, like, what, 12 years old? And they would always play Inuyasha at 2 a.m. And it was just, at least my time zone, I don't know what it was for your guys' time zone, but specifically for us, it was 2 a.m. And it was just, pro- like, insanely magical because I remember, they like, I would stay overnight. Probably they shouldn't have probably let a 12-year-old keep an eye on their kids overnight, but I digress. Um, but I'd always stay up to specifically watch those, like, later night animes because as a girl growing up in a Christian household, watching things like a number of the animes that we're probably going to be talking about today were definitely frowned upon. So it was always, like, near and dear to my heart. And I remember, like, the commercials in between the episodes and stuff like that. So that was, I think that's something that, like, really, really stood out to me. All right. And what about you, Christian? What's your history of Toonami? Dude, I'm I'm glad Fee brought up the uh, the commercials in between because the anime bump specifically for me, like what an aesthetic alone. 
Like the music of music of Nujabis and like the countless others like lo-fi jazz uh, yeah. jazz hop music in between is like iconic, and I still go back and listen to some of those sometimes as like study music or whatever. Not even study like when I'm working. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much just yeah. Oh, I just think back to like the red white aesthetic of like 2007 tsunami. Mm. Some of my favorite. I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much the same. Growing up as a kid, and mm-hmm. in a <laughs> in a uh, Latino hasho- household, uh, my parents would call it tu mami, which means like your mom. That was like the like the joke my parents did. <laughs> like, are you are you gonna go watch your mom? Like, and and like this is like my thing that I would do. Is I would watch cartoons like late at night. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember Toonami, like early, would start off with like some kind of like grown up cartoons ish. Like I I think I remember like Justice League being on there, or like some kind of like kitty animes, and then it would go like into like Samurai Jack, Samurai Jack, yeah, Uh, and then it would go into like your Hamtaros, your yeah, your Inuyashas, your uh, Samurai Champloos, I think as well, if I remember right, and Naruto, Naruto, Dragon Ball. I mean. Mm Toonami is the reason why I'm into anime now. So I I have to agree with that one. I I have a very similar one to Christian. Of it was, I remember stumbling upon it one Saturday night when I was seven ish around there, and it was Naruto, Fully Cooly, Samurai Champloo, that kind of shit, and just being in awe of all this and. We're going to get into it later, but especially like their movie months and everything were some of my favorite and early introduction into anime cinema yeah. and all that kind of stuff, which is just fantastic. So with that, I'm just going to uh, read some of the history of like Toonami, like the beginning of it and all that. Getting here just straight from Wikipedia, because you know that's just how we're working. <laughs> um, it was made as a block that was needed to be filled by shows they already had license to during the beginning of the Adult Swim era. So about 1999-2000 is really when the era of what we consider Toonami began. It's when they first did Tom, who is an icon... He is an iconic anime character voiced by Steve Bloom of motherfucking Cowboy Bebop fame. It's one of those voices that I can it lives rent free in my head is that sound of him saying coming up next whatever it is all that so fun fact if um because mm-hmm. i was listening to a lot of anime bumps to prep for this podcast like just vibing mm-hmm. out and um on a lot of like youtube playlists steve bloom is actually commenting like yo thanks for uploading this like uh, i knew when i played tom that this is like gonna be a big role for me and i, I didn't think it'd be last like as long as it did but like this is like the start of my career essentially. And it's like it's just cool to see him like interacting with with the community like that. So some of it moved from week it moved to Saturday night for the five hour night block, which is technically the which is one we'll be talking about today. That's the tsunami I know is Saturday night about eight it was started at eight from me to like three AM. That was tsunami. And such as, and that time was Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon, Robotech Gundam, The oh. Big O, Outlaw Star, which I fucking love Outlaw Star. If you're looking for something just really aesthetic to watch, watch Outlaw Star. Um, another thing it was very important in was music is a big part of Toonami that isn't really talked about. They gave 
first used for um big bumps for like gorillas. Uh Clint Eastwood made appearance. It was one of the first times I ever got shown that music video it was featured. Daft Punk, the whole album Discovery, that because again, big anime influences there. So of course using it for that big things. And so yeah, that that's the history of Toonami for anyone who is listening to this and doesn't know what Toonami was. It was an anime block that ran Saturday nights that had many deep uh really was the only way in that time if to watch anime that wasn't bad fan dubbing because oh god there was bad fan dubs but uh we'll stay away from that one but with that i want to talk about favorite shows of toonami i have a quick question yeah where would you where would you go to watch anime if like anywhere else like that wasn't toonami at the time like where would you find a fan dub do you guys know and i on youtube oh okay early youtube and like passed around like internet forms was really one of the ways Fee, yeah. fee, fee remembers this. Oh yeah, you go to a sketchy website and sometimes you get like <laughs> portions of animes or like especially on YouTube it's just like one out of 16 parts of one 22 minute episode and you're like, okay, I'm gonna continue watching this, hoping it. And then the worst part, and I think for me especially is like, and this is not specifically associated with like Toonami but I remember as an Elf and Lied fan you couldn't get the first five minutes of episode one ever it was so difficult to find the first five minutes because if you are not familiar with what happens in the first five minutes of that anime um a lot of people die and so you could not find it anywhere on the internet unless you bought it and so you would get like random clips every so often or some sort of like amv where some people would like show parts of it and you're just like oh my god this is my only understanding of what happened i think i probably only watched that scene back in like it was like 2009. It was that difficult to specifically get access to that. And so trying to find anime that wasn't horribly dubbed or like on LimeWire, because that was like 2005 era where you're just trying to get access to these shows. So it was a lot of like t- either Toonami and then maybe hoping that you get to see like some of like the still anime, but kind of like younger, like the Sailor Moon and the Pokemon mm-hmm. or like Digimon and then, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! and stuff like that. In Canada, we had, like, YTV, which is where we would have access to some of these particular shows, but nothing compared to what Toonami had as a lineup. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, no, that was a uh, a part of it. But now I'm going to break into favorite shows that we remember from Toonami or that had an impact on us, that kind of thing. Which, I'll start with Fifi. What were some of your favorite Toonami shows? other than um inuyasha which like i i bring that up mostly because like that was such like a turning point for me and i know i've talked about this in other episodes that i've been on here we're just like it's it was such a big thing at the time and just like is for me as a solo anime fan who just like didn't have any sort of access it was definitely an interesting time. I also was a huge fan of Hamtaro. I'm not gonna lie; like that song yes. gets stuck in my head. Like, yeah, I fucking Hamtaro. love Hamtaro. It's so cute, and I don't understand. Like some people, like really didn't like it. I thought it was really cute. I wanted a hamster, could not get a hamster at the time, but like, still for me, it still was like, this is what I, I loved. Like I loved when I was a kid. I was a Robo Dwarf hamster. 
little, little dude. Uh, oh my god, I'm trying to think what else I was like. I always wanted to get into Yoroni Kenshin. Like that one was like a huge one that I specifically really enjoyed. Um, honestly, I don't know if it was just like some sort of haze, but like trying to remember some of the things that probably happened because there were so many like. I found that specific anime just like so many like dr- like things that went off that in that show that it was just like absolutely mind boggling mm-hmm. um to me at least um yeah the backward was, sword was cool the backward sword was absolutely bon- and then trying to like once you realize like how his storyline and it just kept on like getting more and more like you were introduced to like what his like why he was doing what he was doing, why he ended up where he was, and then, like, his, like, really funny to me, um, like, personality, and then you find out that he had, like, this really dark past, which, like, for a young, innocent fee that was just, like, oh my god, like, he had such, like, this, like, terrible backstory, blah, 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 but... was That's a bad boy. A, he was a bad boy, <laughs> doing good things. And then, obviously, Sailor Moon. Like, why would yeah. you not, like, like... yeah. The magical girl, like, inspiration, obviously, I was Sailor Jupiter, like, whenever, like, I got to hang out with my girlfriends, and we get to select who, like, what Sailor Scout, I was always Sailor Jupiter, because I was the tall brunette, who was a little bit of a tomboy, and I'm like, yes, absolutely, this is (laughs) everything to me. Um, I I accept this role, I'm proud to take this role. (laughs) It's like, give me this role, guys, and I remember, oh, man. It like I like keep on like stopping and smiling because it just like brings such like good memories. It, right. It's warm, but, right? It's like super comforting. Yeah. Because it, like it just oh, feels good. It feels good. It just makes me feel like it's one Yeah. What's up? Oh, one I just wanted to shout out while we were talking on the Sailor Moon one was called Captain Sakura. Yes. I loved Called Captain Sakura. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that for the first time. My sister like we were over at my sister's friend's house and we didn't have access to the, like we had um, Teletoon and YTV. And I remember first seeing car capture Sakura for the first time and mind blown. And then also being introduced to things like Tsubasa later on, like triple X holic and knowing that there's like an entire universe based on like just car capture is, it just makes me really happy. And I started watching Car Capture like a few months ago during the pandemic because it was on Netflix. And I'm like, this is a lot different than I thought, like remembered because mostly because now I'm an adult woman watching a young girl with her friend who apparently just has like copious amounts of money. That's never really explained. Like her, I know her parents were rich, but like, man, she had butlers for days. She had like a... An entire like truck full of like outfits for her friend that she's just like, oh, you're going up against like a water card. Here's an outfit that you can wear, and like, oh, you're gonna go do this. Here's the outfit, and I'm like, I mean, that is best friend for life. If you lose that friend, you have (laughs) messed up some way. (laughs) Oh my god, Christian, what about you? What are some of your favorite shows from the Toonami era? I mean, we already we touched on Hamtaro. Like, I was weirdly like way too into Hamtaro. Like there's no reason why I was like that into it, but, but like I, I I can't help it. I was like it was it was super cute, and I, yeah. I still love the aesthetic of Hamtaro. Like it, it's so comfy. Oh, the look of Hamtaro is it's just comfy. Yeah, that's the best word for it. It's comfy. It, mm-hmm. it holds you tight. It's it's it, it's like it's like a weighted blanket. It's just how, 
it, how would you what genre is it like a slice of life but like it's in slice animal form I, I don't know hamster. Yeah. yeah it's hamster yeah and for me that was like kind of like a nice little escape growing up but then i i also remember like not really differentiating between cartoons and anime at this point mm-hmm. um yeah. like there was like i i knew they were different um and you could tell because it's a different animation style and it's different in tone as well but like the one that like made it clear that this is something different was Dragon Ball for me, mm-hmm. because like those characters were insane. And like growing up, and I'm sure like tons of people had this um, as well. Like you would go to elementary school and you would talk about like that week's uh, episodes of what you were watching. Yeah. Like yo, yeah. how about that fight? And then like we would have our favorites at, uh, with Dragon Ball, and I'd go ask my mom for action figures, and I came home with my Piccolo action figure because I, I loved him for some reason. I was super into Piccolo, and I, I wanted to be him for Halloween, and I, I never was able to, so well, one day, I guess. Um, We're dying you green this year, Christian. You're I don't want to be dyed Beast green. Boy. You're going to be Beast Boy or Piccolo. We're going to decide on the spot. I will hey. gladly be Beast Boy because I have a thing for Raven, so... <laughs> Like Fee mentioned and Ryan, I, I was also into Sailor Moon. I'd watch that with my cousin and uh, like, I don't know, Sailor Mars and Sailor Mercury were the blueprint for me as far as mm-hmm. like, yes. I get I'm, it. I, yeah. I okay. Thank it, you. Richard. Yeah. I, I was into <laughs> it. Um, and then the last one I think I really want to shout out and it's not even like a Naruto or anything. And like Inuyasha was, was like great for me as well. But specifically it was at the time of elementary school when like, Pokemon was the fad of Pokemon, not just the cartoon, but the card game fad was like beginning to wilt. Um, and I guess we were all looking for something like to respond to that. And uh, it was when Yu-Gi-Oh was premiering on Toonami. And it's like, this is the new thing. And and it was for a long time. And I, was, I got really, because of the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh anime, I got really into uh, card playing. And uh, I, I ended up giving my mom this Yu-Gi-Oh card that apparently she still has with her. Like she'll keep it in her car. For some reason, mm-hmm. it means a lot to her that I gave her this, this that, Yu-Gi-Oh card. So. I love that. Yeah. Which leads perfectly into my first pick of shows that I remember, which is not Yu-Gi-Oh, but Yu-Gi-Oh GX, mm. which mm. is my favorite season of Yu-Gi-Oh. And like my favorite time to play the game, everything was Yu-Gi-Oh GX. I loved GX. And yeah. it was it was just Yu-Gi-Oh high school battle anime, where it was... Yu-Gi-Oh meets freaking Harry Potter with them in houses uh, playing cards. Oh, they, they got, like, sorted and stuff. Yeah, they got sorted into uh, academies by different colored jackets. And they would battle for, like, like whose house is better and all that kind of thing. They went to Duel Academy as a school for dueling, which I think is hilarious in premise. Wow. So what, are, what what's your major dueling that's great <laughs> that's what i want to shout out i want to shout out uh some of the weirder ones now which is bobo 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 which one, one more time bobo 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 which is one of the most psychedelic weird animes i've ever watched um how to they took all the tropes of a shonen anime and made fun of them way before like weird out there comedy was popular just like 2006 it's about a man 
Bobobo, the titular Bobobo, who fights with the fist of his nose hairs, yeah. which is making fun of Fist of the North Star, and it is just outlandish sketch comedy. It's it's a shotgun blast of comedy. Because when a joke's when one joke doesn't hit, the next one will, and it's just all wild. And it was so much fun. Right. I remember watching I, I, this weekly. You, I, I looked it up right now, cause I, yeah. I, and I immediately, like, you unlocked memories for me. Do you remember this, Christian? Yeah, like, it's, like, hazy, but the, yeah. it was, when you said the nose hairs, I was like, oh my god, yes. Yeah, it is wild. It was, I don't know why I liked it so much when I was fucking, like, 12, 11, I don't know, something in there. But I did, and it is just going. I going. I re recently went back and we watched it, mm-hmm. and now with on oh, nearly two decades of anime knowledge under my belt, it is hilarious. It whole it is so much funnier now because all these jokes hit so well. But. I'm going to keep it up with the uh, the surreal animes and all that, and I'm going to go to FLCL, which is an anime I fucking love. I love FLCL. I, I learned a lot about you by your the way you pronounced it. FLCL? There's, there's, there's always the debate online about how it's pronounced. Is it FLCL? Fully Cooley? Fully I just say FLCL. It's easier. Oh, yeah. Fully Cooley! Yeah. Um, um yeah. what Fooly is just a music video wrapped in an anime. <laughs> uh for a band called The Pillows. It is fantastic. It is weird, zany, out there, but also beautiful, dark, has some great stories of growing up. Definitely give it a watch if you haven't. I but, have, I, I I'm going I, to say right now. Mm-hmm. I have not watched Fooly Cooly, and I need to. It's six episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I know. Believe me, like <laughs> it's six thirty-minute episodes. It's an I literally have no reason not to, and it's so accessible online. And I did failed. you get through Yasuke? The the new net. The no, I didn't. We were going to, but then Castlevania. The f- f- that's oh, that's right. Like, exactly season. the same thing that happened to me. I was watching it, and then Castlevania dropped on like Alucard. Well, I, I gotta leave for Alucard. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna go into it too much. I was more in the lines of I was not prepared. Like at the beginning, I'm like, okay, we go into a specific thing, and then the robots came, and I'm like, okay, like this was a a complete turn. That's a whole other conversation that I'm more than happy to have because I'm very confused. Um, but yeah. I have not finished it. I think we're on episode four. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say because yeah. it's that's that's only six episodes, and if you can make it through that, I think you would enjoy Fully Cooly. Oh no, I've heard yeah. li- like every one I've talked to, it's just like you need to watch Fully Cooly, and it's one of those animes where I'm like, I will definitely watch that, and then I watch like four or five other shows, and then I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to go back to that show <laughs> because yeah, that I happens. really want to. Now. I'm going to talk about something that 
is not an anime, but came out of um, Toonami because Toonami was doing such great numbers mm-hmm. for Cartoon Network that they started giving it its own product. Yeah, and that is one show by the name of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, the original done by Jende Kadakaski, not the modern 3D animation, but the one done in 2D animation, and that is one of the greatest pieces of Star Wars media that has ever been made. If you're a Star Wars fan, go watch it. It is fucking insane. That was Toonami produced. Or, Toonami I guess... produced it. Yeah. Damn. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was made for Toonami. It was Cartoon Network produced, but it aired on Toonami. Oh, dang. Because Toonami's where they would throw all their action block and stuff. Like, uh, Ben 10 premiered on Toonami. And what a show that was, huh? Ben 10's pretty good. I'm going to stand by that. Okay, good. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I'm like, Ben 10, ben 10 kind of slaps. I wish I had an Omnitrix right now. Dang. Yeah. Another show they made was Megas XLR, which is a parody of giant robot battle anime uh, done by an American studio. It's a comedy thing. And... Uh, Basically, it's what if two stoner bros who are kind of into like working on cars got a giant robot. That was the plot of it, and it was just really fun. Hmm. It, it, people have been wanting it to get a revival for years now mm. because it ended on a massive cliffhanger. Like every action show ever done by Cartoon Network, looking at you, Teen Titans. Oh, wow. <laughs> I did not remember this like the show up until I saw it and now there's like this thing clicking in my head and I'm like I've watched this I've watched multiple episodes of this and I guess XLR yes and I did not remember this whatsoever I remember the characters do I remember the plot no but do I remember the art and everything else absolutely I do and now I'm it's one of the that's what I love doing. Like looking the back theme, at some of these. The theme song for it was just uh Chicks Dig Giant Robots, which I think is hilarious. It was just a dumb fun show. Um, if you're looking... Oh my god. Yeah. Uh if you're looking for other ones that may open up weird uh memory holes, Zatchabell. Zatabel mm-hmm. is one that I remember watching and not liking as a kid, but being but still watching it. Just one of those shows. I'm like, this is on before anything else. I'll watch my one episode of Zatabel to get to Naruto. And the butchered and God, do I mean butchered version of one piece they gave us in the states for the first go around of one piece before funimation bought it but we're done by everybody's favorite publishing house god what was they called again hey what's the one that did all the bad dubbing back in the day oh no oh. four kids four kids yep four kids tv did one piece where they took out sanji's cigarettes they gave him a lollipop uh, guns became all kinds of zany things. Yeah, they made it um like family friendly for the um um Fox Saturday the Fox morning Box. cartoons. 
Yeah, the Fox box. Because that's where Digimon and um, One Piece and all those other... And Kirby! Yu-Gi-Oh. Kirby oh, yeah. fully loaded right back at you. Yeah. Yeah. I never made it past the first episode of One Piece. Neither have I. One honestly. Piece, I am over 900 episodes in. Because I started in 2005. When it aired on Toonami. And I never stopped watching it. Or reading it. It is. I'll continue. Oh, One Piece. I've mentioned this before on the show. It is almost like a timestamp in my life. What arc and what is happening in One Piece correlates that I can tell you what I was doing at that time in my life by where I was in One Piece. That's awesome. Like I like that. Really interesting. Like time thing I can use for my life. You you grew up with that show. Yeah. Sorry. And it. uh, I'm. 15 17 years into reading this thing which will probably end in the next five years which is very weird yeah yeah to read something like that i was just gonna say um an anime and it's not the anime itself it was the opening that like brings me a lot of joy and i just did not end up watching this like i would literally stay there watch the opening and leave was (laughs) neon genesis in I would Have just like I would jam out curse. to the opening because the opening is absolutely amazing, and then I'm like, I'm not a huge. I wasn't a huge Gundam fan. I'm still not the biggest Gundam fan, and so I'm. I'm sorry. I'm like at the time, this is where I put that under the umbrella because I'm just like, it's like one of those Gundam shows. So then I would just turn it off. I know it's not now, but at the time. You know what? Go and yell at 2003 young Fee and then come back to me. Because, like, if someone had slapped some sense into me, I that's also on, like, my... Like, I have a bucket list of anime that I missed from different time periods, and that one in particular. Like, that song, you put that on, and I, like, it's on, like slightly on par to the excitement i get from like or like just the complete i can like smack someone square in the face is like attack on titan and then neo genesis evangelion opening because that opening is just a bop it's just full, full energy thesis is something special i will give mm-hmm. you that and uh it's funny you bring up evangelion because that's a show that i remember seeing that when I was young, but then rewatching it, I rewatched Evan. I watched Evan Gelling for the first time when I was like 13, 14, somewhere in there. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it, 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 it caused problems. That's why the shelf is behind me. It, it, it started this problem, and we'll accept that. Um, I'm the lowest of the low. <laughs> but Evan Gelling, for it getting put out, I didn't watch it at that time, but for it getting put out, on Toonami, 2003, mm. 2004, is such a big deal in the history of anime in the West as that when people talk about the holy grails of anime in the most important anime, one of the major names that always gets mentioned mm. is Evangelion. Yep. And for good reason, that team made a masterpiece and then they went on and did they did it over and over and over. Yeah. Through Fooly Cooly to Gurren Lagan to F to Kill a Kill to Promare. 
yeah. that team has shown that they know what they're doing with wild out there anime. And well, that team did Promare. Yeah. So Gainax was the old studio and they did um Gurren Logan, Evangelion, all that kind of stuff. Then the mm-hmm. heads of that uh, Fully Cooly wanted out and they went and left and made Studio Trigger, which then did Kill a Kill, um, the Fully Cooly ad- uh, alternative, um, Pro Mare, and now I forget what they're working on at the moment. Oh, Megalobox. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it's just one of there are some of the killer teams in anime, and it's that's just important for them to be. But then there was a a sad time in Toonami's history, which is 2008. 2008 was the death of Toonami till 2012. And I remember this. I remember watching the end of Toonami, where it was the last episode. If you ever want to feel something sad, go watch the last uh, TV bump for Toonami on its last episode. They fought ever. You can feel the emotion in Steve Bloom's voice of saying goodbye to this character that he thinks he'll never see again. Because Cartoon Network's like, this ain't making us money at the moment. We're running out of act. That was right when Cartoon Network said, let's, you know what the kids want on Cartoon Network? No cartoons. Destroy, build, destroy is what these children want. They want Andrew WK. Let's get them some more Andrew WK. This and, is the iCarly point of my life, so yes, I can't relate. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Rich, uh, Christian, when are we doing an episode for the iCarly uh, reboot? Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> I always see your tweets on that. I just think it's funny. Mm. But I, Yeah, they had the ending. I, I remember that TV pump, though. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it hits. It hits different. And... It was a sad time. And then Toonami was dead in the ground. It, we never thought we'd see it again. It was over. But 2012, April Fools, because that's how Adult Swim loves to run their shit. Yep. A bumper comes on for a night of Cowboy Bebop, Ghost in the Shell, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Dead Man Ugh. Wonderland, Inuyasha, and Naruto. Oh my god. And yeah. what a lineup. What a lineup to come back with. That's this bang. None of those shows are bad. Like the yeah. worst one's Dead Man Wonderland, and that's still like an eight. But Brotherhood, Ghost in the Shell, Bebop, all Naruto, all that kind yeah. of thing. And now they so are much. full Adult Swim. They are coming on late, late at night, and they are now mm-hmm. with. No restraints. It's no longer attached to Cartoon Network. The bumper is now there before it. Of your kids should be in bed. You get that ten minute bumper of that pool floaty, and it just says Adult Swim will be starting, and then it's just like a pool, like a floaty in it, and then you get Mm -hmm. ready for some more adult content, such as Ghost in the Shell, Uncut Naruto, Inuyasha. Uh, Samurai 7, which mm. God, I love Samurai 7. And now we get into one of the more important parts of Toonami and what it has done in the past few years, in the past 
since 2012. And that is, it's been the place for dubbed animes. It's where mm-hmm. dub animes premiere. It's where they get their limelight and all that, which I think is important for a healthy anime industry, is that this kind of stuff needs that. Like, Space Dandy, for an example, was a show made by the creator of Cowboy Bebop. And it got its... It, it, it launched the same time in Japan as America on Toonami in English. Which is just insane. Yeah. I... No, especially for like I like I know Ryan and I lived through the days of like you waited like months for the English dub if you mm-hmm. wanted to actually get access to it. And even then it wasn't that great in some regard. I'm not saying all the English dubs during that time weren't bad because that's definitely not the case. But you had to wait. And the idea of having a dub at the same time as a sub, completely, like, mind-boggling. And I know at the time I didn't have access to Toonami, but hearing that and, like, as a nerd and I, I, like, that was probably a, I didn't access as much anime content as I do, like, like, my goodness, than I did before that particular period. And especially now because I have a problem. Uh, <laughs> um, it's it was really interesting to hear that, and I remember like just reading that. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, I'm happy to see that the genre that like I grew up with and I really enjoyed are finally like getting the recognition and actually doing that. And I know even now, like th- the past few months, when they release the English dub of Fruits Basket before they mm-hmm. introduce some of the sub content, was like people were like going cr- nuts. So. That's just, it was a huge step for, like, the West when it comes to anime content. Kind of wild to think about, because I saw a a commercial not too long ago for a current lineup of, like, Toonami shows. And, like, there's kids out there, for sure, that, like, don't have subscriptions to your your Crunchyroll or your Funimation or what have you, Mm -hmm. that are watching anime and are getting into anime now from Toonami and, like, getting to see classic shows that they're still showing um i I think they're showing shippuden now um but they're also like premiering like new stuff or newer like attack on titan attack on titan final season is on there demon slayer i think my hero so like hero food wars promise neverland mm, sword mm. art online assassination classroom dr stone is one of the major shows that they're that's crazy and that's just, it's just cool. It's just cool. I mean, out of all, all of those animes, I think the one that I'd feel the most uncomfortable watching on my TV, especially if my family was around, was Food Wars. Like, I can explain Demon Slayer. I can try to explain, like, what's a ha- ta- like happening on Attack on Titan. But when people are reacting the way that they do in Food Wars when it comes to food, like, that's just, that's difficult to explain. And if you haven't watched Food Wars or have not heard of it before, you're in for a treat when you decide to google it after you listen to this episode because it is something else (laughs) and Mm -hmm. i am not going to apologize for what you're going to witness (laughs) nor should you nor nor should i nor should you (laughs) did i watch all four seasons yes i did (laughs) nice it's fun it was a fun show yeah it's a fun show a fun show give it a watch with your parents sit mom down to watch food wars 
If she loves the Great British Bake Off, she'll love Food Wars. Absolutely. Please die. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to just go through this list of shows that have uh, that have been released through um Toonami for their dubs. Kill a Kill, Akame Ga Kill, Black Lagoon, Blue Exorcist, Space Dandy, Attack on Titan, Samurai Shampoo, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Tokyo Ghoul, Black Clover, Outlaw Star, Pop Team Epic, My Hero, Mob Psycho, Megalobot. Promise Neverland, Dr. Stone, Demon Slayer, Fire Force, Paran Paranoia Agent, Assassination Classroom, and the list just keeps going. A lot of quality shows. What the f The premiere for Uzumaki, the, the oh, show yes! of Jinji Ito's classic manga, Uzumaki, which is... Yeah. Pinnacle Horror comes out in October this year through Toonami. That's right, yeah. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. It got announced the two anime expos ago that they were doing that. Have you have Would we all you... seen the trailer for that? Mm-hmm. I don't I... <laughs> And that's insane to me that something like that can do that. Shenmue the animation is appearing on Toonami. Which Shenmue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then they also filled their block up with things such as the revival series and fifth and final season of Samurai Jack, giving a home almost to these older, more gritty cartoons of that time period. Yeah. Things like Samurai Jack, um, Megas XLR. Uh, where was it? Symbiotic Titan. And then they've also partnered with people like Rooster Teeth, and they aired Genlock. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Genlock and... Toonami's got too much power. I'm gonna say it. Mm -hmm. they're, they're doing the Blade Runner anime, Black Lotus. And the Cyberpunk 2077 anime done by Trigger will also be airing on Toonami. So, it's just become a place now after its a kind of disappearance of really just wanting to hone in on the kids who are super into Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon to a celebration of what the West can do in the anime market, which I think is amazing. Yeah. That... Of, of being a kid right now and watching things such like Sapujin, Full Metal Aquaman's Brotherhood, Ghost in the Shell, My Hero. I can't imagine watching My Hero week to week on Toonami and what that must be like. It must be like what I felt watching Naruto back in the day. I'm and jealous. So, yeah. Like, what is their Haku Zabuza moment? In that, because I know it's coming from my hero and all that, because there are things that vividly, there's moments in time where I can tell you where I was. And one of them is the Gara versus Rock Lee fight 
in yep. Naruto. I remember yep. what I remember sitting on the couch and watching that. And when those fucking weights fall off, it's still things that give me chills to this day is that fight scene. Remember later when like, oh, I think it was Sasuke makes Gara bleed. Yeah. When I hear Gara yelling, when he realizes he's like, he's feeling yeah, he his gets blood. His sand, uh, for the sand barrier. I can smell my old bedroom. I don't know why. I can when I hear Gara scream, that's my blood. I smell my old bed, my old bedroom. Wild. And that's the power these shows have. And that's the thing that I am really happy that it wasn't lost. For a few years, it was gone. And anime became, it was really getting held up then by the rise of Crunchyroll, Funimation doing their thing. But I'm happy to know that anime is available on basic cable Saturday nights with amazing content. This lineup is insane. I can't imagine just being able to just turning on the TV on Saturday night and being like, oh, time to watch Tokyo Ghoul, my one episode. (laughs) As much as I love binging anime and the Mm -hmm. way I do it now, watching it when it comes out, there's something special about watching it week to week on Toonami. And you get those, you get the headers and everything and the what happens next on Dragon Ball Z, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you don't it, get when you're watching it, just binging it in ten episodes at a time. It feels special. It feels like uh, like this is your block of the week for you to like catch up on all the shows that you're watching. I, mm-hmm. I guess if I had to like akin it to anything now, it'd be like how like the Twitter world gets excited for whatever MCU show is coming out like that night, you know? Yeah. Or like the Mandalorian. I like yeah. I I really like. <sighs> Especially recently, like over the past few months on TikTok, a lot of people have been talking about like their experiences when they heard Fukaimori play, which is the ending of Inuyasha, and hearing that song, um, and seeing like Shishomaru like standing on top of his father's skull as his like scarf is like flying in the wind, and just like people like being woken up by that, like just like you said mm-hmm. that you can remember like the smell of your like old bedroom i specifically remember the night the first night that i heard it i was walking downstairs after i was checking up on the kids that i was babysitting and i heard that song playing and i saw it on the tv as i was walking down the stairs and every single time i hear that song that's where i like that that's what i remember is just like having to go upstairs because i heard something came downstairs and then heard that song and ever since then like it just takes me back to that moment like always and so God, no. If you hear the song, you'll definitely recognize the... Oh, I can... You did... I can hear it in my head (laughs) right now. (laughs) It is rattling around in there. Yeah. Which, again, this is all just... I... I can't imagine being... uh, From what... When I look at, like, the era I watched, it was Naruto, Megas XL, or Duel Masters... Zatch Bell, One Piece, Yu-Gi-Oh! With weirder things thrown in there like Ryomi Kenshin, Hintaro, yeah. Bobo. But now to see that it is just pure anime. It's pure mm-hmm. anime or hard adult animation, like Primal. Again, yeah. if you have not watched Primal, please go give that a watch. It's Jende Tadakowski. There's no speaking in it. It's just amazing audio and visuals. 
about a caveman and a dinosaur hanging out, living through a primal world. It's fantastic. It's rad. Yeah. Oh, Christian, you would really like it. I think it's all on Prime. You should give it a watch. Oh, yes. Oh, wait. I do know this one. Yeah. yeah. It's on my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real cool. It's real cool. And then, like, I'm still happy, though, that they're keeping the Zania stuff when I look at this. Like, Pop Team Epic. I'm glad there was a American dub of Pop Team Epic, which I need to look up after this, because I need to hear what the hell they like. sound like. Because Pop Team Epic was just ultimate shitposting the anime. It was something special. Nice. You remember, Fee, do you remember the, those few weeks when Pop Team Epic just ran anime Twitter with memes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the memes were fire. God. I think that had the same reaction to a lot of us that, like, when people found out that the Olympics have a TikTok now, and one of the first things that they put was JoJo, and it was, like, one of the figure skaters, like, doing the JoJo, like, backbend, yeah. and they were just, like, everyone's like, wait, this is the Olympics? And they're like, yes, yes, we are. And the amount of, like, anime kind of memes that they've been putting out now since they put started posting that is just, it's so good. because you... It's amazing. Well, we can never forget that Pikachu, Hello Kitty, Sailor Moon, Naruto, mm. Goku, and Jotaro are all official mascots of the Olympics this year. Insane. Which, I love it. What a lineup. What a lineup. Oh my God. I want to see Hello Kitty next to Jotaro. <laughs> I want Hello Kitty merch. I'm going to go take a trip to Sanrio. I, shout out to Sanrio stores in malls. May they rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, wait, they don't exist anymore. No, they don't. I, I can't get my ears pierced at Sanrio. Yeah. Get your ears pierced to the Claire's. Oh, God. Get the disease. Yeah. Again. Oh, my God. I... The mentioning of, like, Naruto reminds me of... Like, it's associated with Toonami, but I remember, like, getting those, like, anime insider magazines, like, going to the yeah. grocery store. And yeah. then the the one that I remember, and I actually just found it, like, I had to, like, Google it. It was a white print. It was from 2005, and it had Naruto on the front and it said naruto the biggest anime of 2005 and i also remember the commercials that they were showing around that time like the year before and it's just like introducing one of the newest like the biggest animes called naruto and then like they would like show those and you're just like it's so crazy to think that like there was a time where this didn't exist and then people were talking about like oh this new show's coming out and then now knowing that there's like well over like 400 episodes combined of the series it's just i don't know what happened because i remember that like if it was yesterday and then now it's just like what the and not only that they now have like baruto which is like (laughs) they're kids (laughs) i was when i was packing up moving to my new apartment right now and everything doing that yeah uh pulling out my old a box of just manga and looking through that and seeing my complete collection of Naruto yeah. one through whatever it ended at with Shippuden I forget I think it was like 56 to 76 
somewhere in there. But that is, I remember those magazines vividly. I remember, I had one that was just Naruto, and it was him on the cover, and it was like talking about the video games and the 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 Naruto video game for the PSP. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which uh, a shout out to that game. I played a shit ton of that game. Yeah, I sent it on the Facebook, like Let the chat see. that we have. It's the cover of the one that. Oh I my god, I remember this. Right. Uh, everything oh. about this makes me happy, Fee. This warms my soul from Howl's Moving Castle. How Disney brought Miyazaki's latest masterpiece to Naruto biggest anime. Yeah. The Secrets uh, of Samurai Champloo. Which, by the way, we didn't talk about that. I'm <laughs> so good. <laughs> How? Oh, no. Samurai um, Shampoo. Oh, we, we let's take a hot second to talk about Champloo. Uh, and there she goes. I did not to. Yeah. Let's talk about Samurai Champloo. Bye. I made a mistake. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Let's, let's, I'll talk. Welcome back. Fee, I, I said, do you want to talk about Samurai Champloo? And you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I do. What a fucking soundtrack. Of things that shaped my my taste in music. Uh Shampoo is definitely one of them. For yeah. what I like want aesthetic y music is that lo fi hip hop beat style that it had. But also just a great show all around. Did both of you guys dig Samurai Shampoo? Yeah man. R.I.P. new jobbies, dude. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> the the <sighs> I like I'm always like speechless by just the soundtracks that they had going from like Cowboy Bebop to like <laughs> Shampoo to things like Carolyn Tuesday. The music's so different, but the actual like the amount of time and effort and the thought that they put into the music to like not only just like the music portions of it, but just like how it like can change the com- like they take one song and then it like moves with the actual scene so a lot of like shows like they'll just place a song on top like oh it's a sad song whatever but the way that they specifically structured it and i'm gonna talk about music as someone who i love music i'm not textual like i'm not trained in it by any stretch other than like school band and stuff like that but they like take it from like at the beginning they kind of have like calm and then they instantly change the actual like song tempo and everything else to what's happening in the scene so they think about it and it's not just like the standard background music it's like jazzy kind of like low hip-hop there's so much going on there and i remember just like remembering that this was something different and special because i didn't know at the time as a kid that they were connected and by things that were connected was with um um, cowboy bebop and shampoo but it's it's just so well done it was just the art style the music everything it just everything came together and i really really enjoyed it insane Uh, it's an insane show christian what do you have to say on samurai shampoo no i was gonna say that uh and shampoo specifically and other anime as well music can be just as much of a character as a show as like actual people and it's uh just as much identity building as anything else um and 
seeing that specifically in Samurai Champloo is like insane to watch. Yeah. But like like you mentioned it, like other anime do it so well. And I can and the first one that came to mind was the final episode of the first season of Jujutsu Kaisen when yeah. Megumi and uh, uh Itadori are fighting and that that like the music is as much part of that scene as anything as like all the animation that's going on. So yeah. yeah. When I I I do want to harken back to the comment uh, to Fee mentioning Bebop to uh Samurai Shampoo from there it was was that what's in between those because then it goes Carol right Tuesday and Carol yeah Carol and Tuesday yeah Carol and Tuesday to then Megalobox which was his current show and it's all completely different with hard jazz in bebop to lo-fi hip-hop rap to classical to popish in Carol on Tuesday to Spanish guitars and like ballads and stuff for megalobox that was the tone they had for that show yeah. mm-hmm. and music shaped all of those shows and music shaped and like what i said i i definitely want to have an episode of um my, of anime nation where i talk uh music and anime because i think it, they go hand in hand you need some shows are saved by the music and Music, I agree, is just as important. And with that, I'm going to yeah. bring it to our closing thoughts on this feed. Do you have anything else you want to say about the powerhouse, which is Toonami? It really, like, it, like, even though there was, like, some points where I didn't get access to it, and there was other times where I just, there was definitely anime that I still haven't watched on there. It definitely sprouted an excitement of anime for me um even though like gosh i'm not like you spit like i got caught up for a second because you mentioned mm-hmm. music and then i was thinking about like stuff like that but okay i'm gonna try to th- come up with my <laughs> specific like ending thoughts is it definitely like when you think of mid-2000s anime that's what you think of is toonami and seeing it be able to grow and come like we see, like we watch the death of Toonami and then it coming back is such a powerhouse in anime, especially for not only us, but like for kids who may have never been introduced to this before, just easy access to this kind of content that we got to enjoy sparingly um, because we didn't get as much access and as much fantastic shows as everyone gets to get access to now. And I'm just, I'm happy to see that it was able to grow, but it also really, like I said, it shaped me. I, there's definitely times, and we've talked about this throughout the episode, where it's just, we can remember specific times where we were watching Toonami and the amount of like impact and special, like just special memories that it brought on just on Christian said it the best it's it's definitely heartwarming and it just makes you feel like a nice warm blanket when you think of Toonami especially in the mid 2000s mm-hmm. well said well, you got any last words you want to say Christian yeah I was echo what I said earlier is that without Toonami I'm, I'm not the person I am today yeah I, I surely wouldn't be as into anime as I uh, as much as I am now. I mean, who knows? Like, I there, I could have had some other introduction down the line, but like, I'm glad that Toonami was there 
at the right place at the right time for me in my life because yeah. without it, I, I don't I don't want to meet the person who I would be without Tsunami. Agreed. And that I'm I'm, I'm going to can echo that statement as well, and which is this podcast doesn't exist without Toonami, and that's as clear to say it. I yeah. fell in love with anime through getting shown Ghibli movies and Toonami as a kid. Mm-hmm. And that shaped me into a lifelong love of anime that, as you can tell just from looking at my background, has shaped a lot of who I am to this day, a lot of what I enjoy, my friends. Hell, I was literally sitting with my roommates last night watching anime, so it, it's a big part of my life, and I'm happy because of Toonami. I got to experience it and live through it. And with that, I bring us to, again, my favorite section of this. It's where my manga corner, where I recommend one manga that I think you should check out, because I just honestly think not enough people are reading manga. And this week's one is Spy X Family. Where three people get put together. It's a shonen. It's on Shonen Jump. It's their third most popular manga, I believe, at the moment. And it is about a telepath, an assassin, and a spy all getting put on the same mission and faking being a family to pull off the mission, but ending up maybe actually becoming an actual family along the way. Please give it a check out if you are into that kind of thing. It's super fun getting an anime at the end of the year. Nice. We go to plugs. Fee, what do you got to plug for me today? Well, I'm going to plug Point in Progress. It's the podcast that I do with four of my friends, and we talk about nerdy stuff, gaming, everything that we want to specifically talk about. And every so often, I get to throw anime in there, and they just roll their eyes at me, but that is <laughs> a okay. Um, and we record on Fridays, but we post throughout the week. Um, you can check us over at youtube.com slash point in progress. I also have a Twitch, um, twitch.tv slash Zoranix. I have been playing a game that I was not expecting to enjoy, which is GTA 5 online. I've been playing that with my friends. Um, I have become a, a little bit too much of a gangster in that, and I will blow up your car if I see you. Um, but yeah, if you ever want to, if you guys want to play with me ever, like, feel free to let me know. Um, and yeah, that's essentially all everything that i'm going to be shouting out today you the guys idea, have so much fun over there the idea of you as a gangster is hilarious to me dude every time pip like puts out anything related to like their content it's always fee murdering someone on whatever game they're playing doesn't That's matter what true. the game is fee's killing someone yeah the other day I'd, i <laughs> there is a particular point and frank asked me do i like beef because there was a specific like section where one of the guys is just like i'm beef-tastic blah 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 and he's like do you like beef and i'm like no i don't eat meat um beef and i'm like but i start it and then i shot him <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's awesome that's so yeah so funny yeah that's me <laughs> oh my god that's so good be the g <laughs> be the g oh that's good that's good <laughs> Uh, Christian, what you got to plug for me today? Uh, I'm not plugging anything personal today. I've been uh, plugging uh, Palestine Relief Aid all week. So the easiest thing to do is if you go to Linktree slash uh, Let's Talk Palestine, you get a bunch of resources for donating, as well as uh, contacting local representatives, whether it be the U.S. or Canada, um, to 
Call for ceasefire. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Now I, I feel like a jerk. <laughs> no, you're you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I've been in the same shoes, Fee. It's okay. It I'm, happened. I talk about killing someone in GTA, and he. <laughs> also, don't worry about it. It's gonna be in the description below. Perfect. Yeah. That is. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. For that. The hidden voice from the sky. We we thank you. I'm called no, God. Like... Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Steppenwolf. And with that, I brings an end to this episode. And there's only one way to end that episode, and that'd be see you, Space Cowboy, next time on Anime Nation. <laughs>